One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do not disrupt the recording of this podcast by quickly rushing over to the Luke and Pete Shaw cupboard and trying to grab a pencil. Is this the way? Right. I'm back in a minute. Where, where have you gone? He's going to get some paper and a pen. This is the first one we're recording and he's just buggered. Look, he's got his pen. Now he's looking for some paper. Out. This is no way to start a show. This is Luke and Pete Shaw uh, with a, a professional Pete and an unprofessional Luke. <laughs> So about time you did an intro. I was in before you. Oh, you could have on the way. Was this because you were out in the cafe getting some freshly squeezed orange juice? Something to do with that, yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Happy Thursday. It's nearly the weekend. I've clocked off already. <laughs> Haven't I? Oh, need, dear, oh dear. You need to start wearing shirts where you can put a little pocket square in there and a and a pen. Yeah, I think so. And I, th- I think pocket protector. And people will expect that kind of behaviour from you, I think. When yeah. I do it, it shakes them to their very core. Because mm. they look at me and they think, yes, he's boring and officious mm. and uh, a little and bit vicious. of a, ma- a loud mouth and vicious. Mm. But he's, he is he is organised and swept mm. up. And sometimes I let him behind the curtain and show that I'm not. We've just seen Mummy kissing Santa Claus. We, <laughs> we have. And she's getting, she's getting cold sores. We have seen Mummy kissing Santa Claus. Mm. Pete, how have you been? How's your week been since Monday? It's been all right. Uh, what have I been up to? A Def Leppard-themed get... Monday. Wasn't <laughs> it? We had that um, cruise ship email, didn't we? Yes. Uh, follow up on that. The bloke who died, died of cancer. I mean, that is. I mean, he dies of cancer, cancer he didn't know he had. That's how bad the cruise was. Yeah, it's finished him off. Yeah, I think he thought he had like emphysema. He thought he said he, he didn't feel very well. He felt a bit like phlegmy and stuff. But he died literally of cancer on that cruise. Imagine having undiagnosed a, a disease like that, undiagnosed, and then you die on a cruise. A nostalgia that cruise a as nostalgia well. A nostalgia cruise. If, you know the podcast, you know the wow. podcast industry is, and I've just read something this morning saying that the podcast bubble's about to burst. Or oh like, no. This stuff happens all the time. But, but like the housing bubble. We're, yeah. We're in a podcast bubble at the moment, if it is mm. a bubble, but we're in a podcast moment, I'd say. Everyone's making podcasts. I heard someone describe podcasting as the back tattoo of the, uh, of the millennial generation or whatever. Everyone's right, got okay. one. They'll probably regret it later. Mm. Um, but so, so my question to you, Pete Donaldson, is that fast forward 20 years, mm. we're all just doing normal stuff again, probably yep. got families, all that kind of thing. Mm. Um, if someone comes to you and says, oh, you know what was massive in 2018 or 2017, 2019, mm. podcasting, and we're doing a nostalgia podcast tour. Oh, right. Okay. And we're going to try and get- We do all, all our projects. Luke and Pete back together. Yeah. What we need you to do is agree to it and then see if you can recruit Luke to do it. Right. Okay. Would you do it? Well, only if I can make a podcast about my journey. <laughs> It'll be like, um, oh, what was his name? They used to do loads of nostalgia TV shows, like trying to reunite the A-team and stuff. 
Oh, it was uh, Justin Lee the, Collins. D- the disgraced. The now disgraced Justin now Lee disgraced. Collins. Who, um, I'm pleased he's off the scene because a lot of people used to say I look like him and I was disappointed. So now he's gone. Ah, it's just anyone looks a bit like a lion and has got a bit of a beard. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, from the court documents, he wouldn't allow uh, his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, to watch any films with attractive men in them. The worst bit Which of that... Which is incredible work. Yeah, the worst bit... I think the worst bit of that isn't what you've just said there. The worst mm. bit of that entire debacle... Debacle? That foul jamboree mm. was that apparently he... Get, would get angry if he woke up in the middle of the night right. and his girlfriend wasn't facing him while she slept. <laughs> I mean... I'm going to say psychopath. We're not going to... We're not gonna, <laughs> he probably uses gonna... his oven as storage. <laughs> which you no longer do because you sit there uh, You know, we're not, we're not going to get deep in the, you know, the, 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 the tendrils of uh, uh, spousal abuse, so to speak. But, well, you brought uh, it up. I'm just saying. It's I'm just disgraceful. Saying, said, I'm just saying it happens. Disgra- yeah, it's just... It's just a, it's, Weird behaviour. It is very, very strange, strange behaviour. Anyway, he was the king of nostalgia. Yes. And you know what they say, nostalgia's not what it used to be. Mm. But would you would you do a podcast nostalgia trip if you were... I mean, you might be on hard times. You might be a multi-millionaire for all I know. Hard point. times. 2039, fast forward 20 years. You are now... Dead. 48 years. <laughs> very much dead, Luke. You would be 48 years old. Right. Um, would you do it? If you were still alive, would you do it? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, you sort of see these bands who do, like... We'd have, like, late night Bands who had their heyday in, like, 1998, joining those um, kind of uh, like 90s Len. pop... Uh, why would be, why'd it be Len? They had one hit. That was in 1999, Grand Van 3000. Or 99. Yeah, now you're talking. Drinking very, their, in their Very life. underrated uh, debut album, that, Glee. I had some good times, isn't it, that? I've never heard anything. The Quebec Seven-some. Were they from Quebec? I think they were, were they? from Quebec. They were but they're not doing tours now, are they? I don't. I think they're back to. I think they're still together. Right. They did about three or four albums. I but, hope we're not still together. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really hope that. But uh, but yeah um, yeah they were they're bands that like are kind of joining um, tours like kind of Britpop tours that like were, were kind of well known in the early noughties. It's really sort of strange. Um, so we're getting sort of those um, Britpop tours with, with bands that weren't even strictly Britpop. Right. Mm. You're not answering my question though. Yes, I. You'll do, do anything. I do anything for money. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk about quality control. You won't do anything for money. You say that, but you won't. I will do anything for money. I mean, uh, for a good amount of money, not so, a small amount of money. So would you, so you would do any job that came? So so for example, I'm saying to you, oh, there's a job come up in a couple of months' time, right? And you've got to be the uh, mouthpiece. Uh, I tell you what, we're going to give you. We're going to give you your own show. We're right. going to fly you over. All expenses paid. Mm. And you're going to have your own show. It's a two-year contract. Yeah. It's uh, whatever time of day you want, because we think you're so good. Right. But you've got to have, um, and you've got to follow the editorial line. I'm going to give you your own show on Fox News. Would you do it? Yeah. 10 million. 10 million. Yeah, massively. But you've got to espouse like, these, these horrendous... Re- there are a couple of shows on Fox News that don't necessarily... Yeah. You ain't having one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone Tucker that's Carlson. Not, that's, not available to you. that's not right. available to you. I've got to do a Tucker. Yeah. Would you, would you, the thing I'll, is, the people on Fox News don't believe any of that shit. They just say it because, again, it's just the party line. And the, of course, and I'm asking whether you would join to, them in their gang. Uh, yeah, oh, fuck it. For their own Palm Beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck it. It's all a joke, isn't it? Uh, so you're basically going to ruin lives. You're it's happy to ruin bollocks. lives for the money. Yeah, no. That's the, that's the difference. Nobody watches Fox News. Uh, who are under fifty? They're all. It's it's television for the all all over fifties, the twitchy curtain, twitchy uh, kind of generation, uh, and they'll they'll go. 
They'll go. No, nobody watches Fox News uh, under 50, so it's fine. So you reckon they're sitting on a ticking time bomb anyway? Yeah, they're going to be watching that anyway. They're going to be leaving. They're going to be, be believing the caravan. <laughs> they're going to be believing that there's a caravan on the edge of... Uh, Ima- the edge imagine of if you went over there thinking you were going to do one of those reasonable shows and they were like, no, they did the old switcheroo. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'll be doing the John oh, Peel. What have we got on the agenda? What's the first thing? Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> I'd love it. Oh, I'd be I would watch it. Bertha. I would watch it. Let's um... Bertha, lovely <laughs> Bertha. Sometimes, Sometimes I think you're, you're a dream. dream. But you were born in the US and it's yeah. fine. Um, see their, um, see their um, repatri- repatriating, is that really the word you want to use? Um, they're, 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 I think they're repatriating a, 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 one of those um, one of those rappers, one of those uh, SoundCloud rappers Yes, that you're so uh, co- comfortable uh, Se- talking about. Secretly British. Secretly British. 21 Savage. Yeah. Yeah. At least I know his name, mate. <laughs> Unlike you. Unlike you. They've all got numbers in their name, Extation and They've stuff. They've all got numbers in their name and tattoos on their face. Yeah. That's how you know. Squiggles. They're never good tattoos, are they? I know the face is, is quite a hard uh, thing to tattoo because the skin's a little bit different. It's like the sole of your foot. I was reading a, um, obviously last week, this time last week, it was uh, Valentine's Day and I was reading an article on Vice. I mean, never do that, but I was. Uh, and Let me guess. Um, I gave hand jobs to men in a Coventry pub for £10. Yes, but I'm very I'm, much like the. I'm um, sure you did, but I'm just getting this advice out. <laughs> no, it was. Um, it was. Um, I ate a new drug. The biggest reg- Yeah, it was the biggest regrets that you had for things you'd done for your Valentine. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. And a lot of it is very Chris Morris, obviously, mm. like as you just alluded to there. Who, by the way, he's prime for a redux. Can we find Chris Morris and get him to do something because he's amazing and he doesn't do anything? He's literally releasing a Netflix Good. Uh, film this month. Good. What is it? Is it non fiction? Is it documentary? Is it fiction? What is it? It's fiction, yeah. I think. I can't oh, remember. I want him back on the airwaves. But, he's, uh, but he, yeah, he's, 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 cons- he's been consistently working for some time. There was a, reunite, uh, there was a uh, reunion of the Day to Day lot, wasn't there? I saw that. I thought um, that was just a thing where they have dinner, but everyone gets excited. They're doing something new. Mm. Um, but listen, Chris, if you're out there listening, I'm sat here with your, with your natural heir, Pete Donaldson, to my yeah. left. Um, if you want to do a podcast, please do consider the Radio Stokhanov Network. Anyway, Valentine's, <laughs> these guys were sending in messages about things they'd done. Uh-huh. And uh, it's just like general stuff. You know, it's that I bought, yeah, I bought my Valentine a rose and took her, him or her out for dinner, I forget mm. which, and it turned out she was allergic to roses. And so she ended up going to anaphylactic shock. And mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff, right? No, okay. And one guy just put... Yeah, so I was uh, I was seeing this girl and I was getting a bit paranoid that she didn't like me anymore. So Valentine's Day came around and uh, so I got a tattoo of her name on my face. And it's like, come on. At what point? There's a lot of people to blame for this. One, yourself. Mm. Two, I mean, the guy was, pro- I think it was about 17. So your parents. Uh, three, the tattoo artist should not be allowed to do it. Exactly. How does he find someone who would do it? He must have been very tattooed because most um, reputable tattoo artists will not tattoo the face unless they've unless they've uh, got other tattoos elsewhere on their body or the penis. Or the penis. Yeah, uh, it's, you know. Penis, yeah, you got to decide whether you want to you want to touch it. Touch it. The most um, painful place apparently is the ribs. Yeah, it's not nice. Actually, the shin was the shin. My shin tattoo was painful. In the just the, the vibrations right on bone. Oh man! Anywhere where the skin is close to the bone, I think it's probably going to be painful. Gross. Should we change? Should we change trains, Pete Donaldson? Okay. Because I've got something to bring to the table that I actually planned, which the is train table. Rare. Yeah. Oh, by the way, apparently train. I'm not going to do that. It's so boring. What? Uh, Tell me. Talk about train tickets. Um, yeah, that is boring. This Saturday, so the 23rd, mm. is National Toast Day. What you thought that train? <laughs> 
fucking <laughs> train tickets wasn't interesting enough. I just, I quite like, bringing, I, I just thought it was interesting. You're bringing cooked bread to the table. Where does that rank alongside my Woodlife chat? Uh, well, it seems to have spawned, uh, you know, a, a little bit of chatter. It's, a, it's almost like I'm the voice of a generation. Tapping into the zeitgeist. I, I never, I never eat toast. It's just not something that's in my wheelhouse. I was going to ask you what, how no, you, no what you like on your toast. You don't no have way. any. You don't have toast, no. Have you got no. a toaster? I actually considered in the in the cafe um, this morning a little bit of toast. I went for a banana instead. What's the? Um, have you got a toaster? I do. But I've again, I've put it in the cupboard. Not enough room in my house. I was like, look, that has to go in a cupboard because I ain't using it enough. Because I've noticed that it's fashionable among a lot of middle class people of around my vintage, right? To not only not have a toaster, but to have a, not have a ket a kettle either. How do you cook? How do you make tea? So then? they'll do toast under the grill, pretentious, mm. and they'll do they'll Wistful. do tea in like one of those kettles you put on the hob. Oh yeah, piss off. Yeah, I know. Just or a, or a cafe. You're not a coffee drinker, so I no. mean, I guess like a cafetiere would probably work. I think it's I think it's a, a blight on our society. <laughs> one of those little metal things. And one thing that I hope will not be. It's a bit continental for my taste, Pete. It's a bit foreign, isn't it? And I'll say what I said before: Brexit mm. means Brexit. I saw um, a uh, I saw a quote from I think the Bible: "A kingdom that is divided is a kingdom that will fall." I'm presuming I'm getting that massively wrong, but that's kind <laughs> of the sentiment. Uh, it was written on the side of a bus. Some uh, God company. Yeah, they sometimes buy advertising space. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, some God company, and it sort of said, um, "Yeah, it sort of said that a kingdom." That, so that means that Jesus is rem- remain presumably. Yeah. Or, I Brexit, or just bored of the whole sorry affair, maybe. That's the problem, isn't it? When you have a conversation with anyone around that kind of stuff, like religion and stuff, mm. you have to ascertain exactly what they specifically believe before you can have the parameters in place to have a debate about it. What because, do you mean? As in- well, so what I mean is if, 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 if you're a Christian and I'm not, mm. and I say, oh, I don't agree with this because of this, and you can easily just go, well, I don't actually believe that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can change the goalpost whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's the problem. So the problem, the reason that relates to what you're saying there is fine. Someone's put that on the side of a bus, mm. but that is just someone's one person's interpretation of what Jesus said, mm. and he's just paid to put it on the side of a bus. Mm. There's no, there's no sort of um, official spokesperson for be, God beyond the great man himself. I can name one. <laughs> yeah, but he, but, he, but, he, but everything he says is like, he, he's not there to defend himself, is he? So he can't. No. Everything's open to interpretation. That's right, why you have it. people who you know, there's people out in the US, those preachers who fly mm. around on private jets saying, "Give me all your money." It's what Jesus would have wanted. And everyone's mm. like, "Yeah, all right." Yeah, but then you get other people who go, "Oh no, I live in rags on the street because that's what Jesus did." Yeah, and that's what he wants me oh, to so do. Also, can I have some money? Yeah, can I please have some money as well? But just on a smaller <laughs> scale. It's all about money. I'm wearing hats and clothes yeah I, i'm 90 percent convinced that people who get into that kind of caper mm. as in they work in the church and all that mm. it's normally men obviously and and they always tend to be a bit older and they just like wearing hats and great and nice clothes and, yeah. and when, sometimes if i'm at a church as a non-religious person I, I completely defend the idea of being religious if you what if you want to be but from a non-religious person's perspective when you go into a church and you sit down for some sort of occasional function Every single time, whatever the denomination, whatever the religion, if I'm invited there for a, for a function, the guy comes out of the front and you just think, what a get up. What, what a get up. What a get up. It's normally um, flowing, very flowing clean, road, yeah. very clean and new. Yeah, I was thinking. Vivid colours, purples, think, greens. You're not wearing pants. No, I definitely I not. You're not wearing pants. No point. You are. No point. <laughs> no one's going to look up a priest's and skirt, is sometimes it? Sometimes you get a hat. 
And the hat, I'm not, it's not it's any old hat. It's not like a Baker Boys hat. No. It's a proper big hat. Yeah. And also, I'd if you ever catch me becoming um, a priest, I think it's the, is it the Russian Orthodox that have those um, those swingy kind of balls that they swing on the end of a chain. Oh, the fragrance. Got, yeah, 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 it's yeah, ash or something. I don't fucking know. Um, I think a variety of them do that, yeah. They ne- but they just sort of go back and forth. They never do the full around the world. <laughs> That's what you Why mean. did they never sort of just go, woo! It's tempting. It's tempting. Like a morning star. Woo! It's Come like, on! <laughs> it's a fucking maze, baby! It's full of ash! It's, it, what it is, it's I'm like... I'm going to get in your fucking hair! When kids go on the swings, and there's yeah. always room and they can go all the way around, but no one ever sees it. It's like I that. have seen people go all no, the way around. It never ends very well. It's impossible. It's not impossible. Right, hello at Luke and Pete. We're going to do minute. Hello at Luke and Pete. Com. If you, not, not a rumour you've heard, yeah. not someone telling you, if you've ever actually seen with your own eyes someone as a kid on the swings going all the way, all round, the way around, because at the risk of sounding like some sort of shit Michael McIntyre, uh, Michael McIntyre, <laughs> uh, I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah, I don't think that has ever ever happened. Which... I don't even know if, if the laws of nature allow it to happen unless the swing chain is solid. <sighs> the, the, you cannot get the momentum. The swing chain would be solid because you've got a weight at the end of it. So yes, it would be solid. How you'd do you... have to you'd have to go fast enough for it to remain uh, thanks to the centrifugal force. Uh, I think it's actually you'll the... find it's centripetal force, not centrifugal force. That's the opposite. What's the difference? They're, they're opposites. What do you mean? You know what I mean. What do you mean? Move on. Centripetal. Centripetal. When people say centrifugal... They mean centripetal? Yes. Right, okay. I well, believe so, yeah. Well, if, I I'm believe doubting so. myself. It would remain solid if you had enough speed, wouldn't it? Because your weight would be thrown out. You know what I'm thinking? From the radius. You know what I'm thinking before we go to a break now? Mm. My mind is thinking, a priest on a swing... Eating toast yeah. on Valentine's Day, Everyone swinging all the way around. Everyone can see his willy because he's not wearing. <laughs> and it goes over his head. <laughs> and he's like, "This is ungodly." I just think um, they dress well. It's vivid purples. It's greens. It's golds. It's hats. Who had the best swing in your street? I had one. I had a good one. Did you have a good one? Yep. Was it cemented into the floor? I thank you, Mister Moore. Yes, it was. <laughs> Enough props to Mr. Moore's skills. You had the best swing in the street then. There's a picture of me. I, I shared it with you. I, my my sister's standing on the swing mm. and she's wearing a Beauty and the Beast jumper. All right. I'm stood Both behind. a little scared. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, I'm stood behind her. Right. Very much the beast in this scenario. <laughs> and uh, quite beastly. Yeah. And uh, I've got a Guns N' Roses Axl Rose t-shirt oh, on. And we're, we're, we're standing on our own swing that my dad's cemented into the ground. Mm. Hello, childhood. Nice. Childhood 101. Well, I just remember sort of my mate had one, Paul Todd had a great swing. Actually, no, it was Jonathan. It doesn't matter who it was. I remember it being quite rusty. Jonathan McKinley sort of had a, had it had his cemented in the floor and it was just the best swing. Everybody else's swing, it was maybe at most tent pegged into the ground. So it meant a, if you went a, very high, it would just sort of fall That was a disaster waiting to happen. Massively. I, my, a lot of my childhood, I can remember someone getting some momentum and the back legs just flicking up. Yeah. And you Awful. think, this is going over. Awful. This is going over. Yeah. Awful. Maybe, a, that, maybe in that way, that's kind of a safety mechanism so you don't go over the top. You just lay on the floor. Just on the floor. We used to play this game where you swing as hard as you could, and you jump off at the key apex of the yeah. of the height and see who could get the furthest. Get furthest and yeah. you would chalk it on the ground. Because the thing is, we used to play out in the back alley, which is all concrete. Yeah, you'd swing the furthest you could, and then you'd chalk it down, mm. and you put your name next to it. I got really annoyed. There was a TV show last week about um, Skint Britain, and they focused on Hartley. But I think the whole series. Is oh, I've got be to watch that. Hartleyville. I've saved it. Yeah, yeah. But um, they in the Daily, I think Daily Mirror, one of the one of the tabloids um, basically found the people who were detailed, the people, the, the guy who skinned a rabbit and all that shit. Right. Um, 
and uh, he's, it turns out he's a bit of a fantasist and a bit of a madman. Mad oh, right. Like, so this, he, wasn't, this wasn't a true reflection? Well, it, <laughs> was every, it Channel 4? All of his... All of his was well, it Channel 4? Yeah, it was. What it. an amazing all surprise. Of his, okay. Well, all of his, fra- all of his uh, sort of people who knew him sort of went, he's a fucking idiot, that lad. <laughs> like, yeah, and the thing yeah. about that is, I, I'm not, I, I think Channel 4 did some great stuff, and, and I... But there's a difference between someone like you and I, who uh, we haven't got a huge experience on TV, we're not TV stalwarts, but we have seen how the sausage is made, mm-hmm. if, you, if you like. Um... I think we people like you and I know that it's just a TV program, so you you haven't got to invest in the reality of it, that type of program, as much as maybe an average person who's never been into a TV studio mm. or, or a TV show would would. And so I'm not surprised when I find that out. That some people will be, and they'll be disappointed because the just, TV show's made out to be something it isn't. Yeah, but the, I think the, the TV show had uh, you know a wider point to make about universal credit, and that system is fucked, and people are literally dying because of, of, that, of their yeah. benefits being taken away. Um, it's just it's just a, in, on this occasion with one of the characters in this particular sorry piece. Uh, oh, mate. But the actual you haven't picture got to tell me, I understand that the actual picture in the mirror uh, is basically sort of said. I think it's the mirror son. Basically had a picture of like a back. Alley in Hartlepool. It's a back alley. It's a shit. It's a, it's just a shitty back alley. And they went a street in Hartlepool. Like, this <laughs> is a back piss. alley. This Taking is like this is like when yeah. you put your bins. You know what I mean? Made it's by like, people who we know. We've met them. We know who they are. We Tarquin from Oxford. We remember that guy Rupert we worked with before. They'll be making shows and they'll be going up there on the train and they will literally be getting the antibacterial hand gel out as they get off <laughs> and they will be making programs they're not qualified to make. That, yes. That's that's the issue. That's yes. the issue. There's not enough working class people like you and I, Pete, <laughs> working in the media. And we'll give you Mate, listener I, at home. I ate a Fabergé egg last night. Did you? Yeah. Hey, bloody hell, you're not supposed to eat them. They're worth quite a lot of money. They're delicious though. <laughs> Go for a poo. Let's have a break and you go for a poo and we'll push it out. Hello at lukeandpeach.com to get in touch. We'll do some emails after this. Also, I'd like to know if anyone owns a Fabergé egg. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 
You're probably wondering why I'm in a cold, dark room repeatedly spilling molasses. Because you're a prick, mate. Uh, how have we gone from poverty to Fabergé eggs like that? That's, that's the versatility Bang. of you as a broadcaster, Donaldson. Bang! You are equally as uninformed on poverty as you are on Fabergé. <laughs> I think that's why the public have warmed to you. Was there a perfume called Fabergé? I'll expect In so. the 80s? I expect so, yeah. I expect That rings so. a bell. Yeah, I expect anyway. so. Anyway. Um, do you want to do an email? Yes, or do you want me to do I one? do. I've got some emails. The Wi-Fi has allowed me to do this. So thank you to Tom Hardwick Preston. Hello, Tom. Well, speaking of poverty, <laughs> I'm joking. You should, you should Listen, you should never judge someone on their name. Never judge a book by its cover. Never judge Lethal Weapon by Danny Glover. Do you know um, Max Power, the Sunderland footballer? He used to play for Wigan, I do, yeah. Wigan. Um, his middle name is Macaulay, so Max Mac Power, which I quite That's like. good. Enjoy That's it. actually quite good, yeah. Uh, Tom Hardwick Preston says, Hi guys, I've never emailed in before, but the last episode's topic of partners curing fears got me thinking I could actually contribute to something in my life. <laughs> it's tragic, Tom. Uh, <laughs> I've been with my girlfriend for three and a, a bit years, uh, and when we first started dating, I was absolutely terrified of horses and most dogs because I'd never been around them before and thought they would bite me. Um, she kept three horses and a dog at her stables next to her house posh I know uh, at first I was apprehensive but my affection for her overrided my instinct to run away at the moment I saw her eight foot massive horse yeah. um, the first few months I was quite afraid of going to the stable I mean they I are was... big horse that's the thing if you're not, if you, big, if you're not on nodding terms with a horse mm. it can be surprising how big they are it's just like well, how's this happened this, I have no yeah. use for this well, millions of years of evolution, mate. Mm. That's how it's happened. Uh, and not quite. Remember the days? Well, you don't remember the days, but there were days where we used to have megafauna on the earth, which were you know what giant, megafauna? giant, just giant animals just roaming around. Ah, is yeah. that it's for, uh, fauna? Fauna, I, yeah. Fauna, like as in what's the other word you always have with flora, flora. and fauna? Flora is um, flora plants. plants animals, fauna yeah. is uh, I did not yeah. know that. So yeah. thank you for the. Information. Anyway, um, the first few months I was quite afraid of going to the stables as I have seen what horses can do if they feel threatened. He wasn't at all asked about me uh, being around him. Obviously, I'm not threatening enough. Eventually, I became very close to both our horses and dogs, so much so that when she and her family go on holiday, they trust me with looking after them. She's even taught me how to ride, not the big horse, but a smaller, safer one. <laughs> I suppose my point is that being in a relationship where your fear is a big part of uh, their life means you grow out of the fear and become used to it. Yeah. And he wrote that email twice because uh, I think he didn't realise he'd sent it and then he sent it again, uh, slightly written in a slightly different way. A lot of the, the correspondees will be drunk. Yeah, there's, expect, there's a couple actually later on who are clearly yeah, pissed. I think we expect that. I think if we're being realistic with ourselves, Pete, we have been passed over for the big jobs in broadcasting. Right. So we are um, essentially resigned to the idea that we do our own podcast and we bloody well enjoy it. Picking up the detritus. And you can judge a show by the quality of its correspondence. Mm. And a lot of ours are drunk. Yeah. So make of that what you will. The uh, I, I mean, a lot of the time we're drunk. It's an excellent, uh, it's an excellent feature. Uh, Jeff Lloyd, who used to be on Absolute and Virgin, I like Latterly, Jeff. Nice chap. He uh, he would do a piece called Drunk or Stoned, where someone right. would someone would call in, uh, and he, it'd be due to legal reasons and Ofcom rules, he had to do a big old um, explanation about you know the, the dangers of alcohol and uh, weed. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Basically, you do realise if you want to do this feature, Jeff, you're going to have to read that as disclaimer. I'll do it. It was it, it took ages, uh, but <laughs> then you get to the caller and the caller has to ring in and chat to Jeff and Annabelle is co-host, uh, and basically you had to decide whether he was drunk or stoned. Love that. <laughs> it's a wonderful little feature. We often talked Lovely. about opening up a little get a bur- you and I have talked about getting a burner phone. Mm. Whacking out a yeah, WhatsApp I tr- number. I try to look for this phone that I've got in my house. I don't know where the bloody hell. And getting gone. people to send their voice messages in because that'd be fun. That would be messy. 
We'll be, but I mean, it'd be good, wouldn't it? It'd be fun. Put it this way, it's, more, it's less content for us. <laughs> it's less work for us. Um, thanks to that, for that, Tom. Is that Tom? Yeah. Um, what's his What's his full name? Uh, T-Dog Hardwick Preston. Tom Hardwick Preston, and he's emailed in about looking after horses. Turns out you can judge a book by its cover. Mm. Um, what about this from Dan? But Thank you very much, Tom, for, for, for messaging in. Uh, Dan's got a little bit of a, sort of a half moan, but at, at least a, a very... A very robust clarification. Right. He says, hi, I'm Dan Cook from Dublin. Love Yo, that. D from D. He's not bothered about his name being read out. DC from D, baby. The biggest city in the world. 411. Shut up, you did that last week. I did it with the zoo. Yeah, I'm about to talk more about the zoo. Right. He says, I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, you, do, you guys do a great job of keeping me entertained while updating documents and spreadsheets. While I'm not particularly fussed about any of the tourist attractions in my hometown... Mm. Uh, I won't let one of our best attractions be besmirched. <laughs> it was not du- Dublin Zoo that had a chimp and red panda escape from recently, Pete Donaldson. It was actually Belfast Zoo. Shit. Dublin Zoo is a fantastic zoo to go to, and I definitely recommend it if either of you gents are ever over. That being said, I'd recommend to bring your own food, as the restaurant queues are insanely long and the food is so-so at best. We don't go to a zoo for the food, I don't think. No. Um, what makes it worse is that as mo- most restaurants are out in the open, uh, massive groups of pigeons and seagulls, I think he's talking about restaurants in general in Dublin. Mm. Uh, pigeons and seagulls have taken a boat around seating areas, waiting for food to either be thrown at them or dropped off tables. Going a bit off piece here, Dan. I, I tell you this from my own experience. The last time I had gone to the outdoor restaurant uh, in Dublin, a very unfortunate family had dropped their meal while walking back to the table. This in turn caused what I can only describe as dawn of the dead recast with pigeons and seagulls. <laughs> well, I did feel sorry for the poor family. It was hard not to laugh at the situation. I don't think, Dan, if you're going to a restaurant for a good quality experience, mm it's going to make you sit outside <laughs> and carry your own food to your table, are to you, be fair. Are you, in this situation, I can't help but think that the zoo, uh, which I presume would have some kind of tax breaks per animal it owns, um, could the zoo um, claim those animals as an exhibit and therefore claim back on the tax? Tax deductible. What? Tax deductible. What, the, the, what for shooting the anim- birds animals? Animals are tax deductible. No, they'd be an exhibit because presumably you get tax breaks for how big your zoo is. I don't think this restaurant was in the zoo. I think he's talking about Dublin's restaurants in general. Okay. So I think Dan might spend a lot of his time eating at restaurants. They make you take your own food to the table in styrofoam packets. I think you're thinking. I think he is talking about the zoo here. That would be strange for him All right. just to. So in that case. Well done, the zoo. Clever. In that case, Dan, you win the award for the most confusing email of the year so far. And yes, we are easily confused. Pete, do you know what? What? They say time flies when you're having fun. I think we need to get out of here, mate. Oh, no. We can... We can <laughs> those emails we've got lined up, we can do Shit. those on We can do those on Monday, can't All right we? All right then, baby. Um, listen, thanks very much for, for staying with us this long, if indeed you have. Mm. Um, hello at Luke and Pete. Should I get in touch about anything? LukeandPete.com, of course. Yes. Getting in touch for anything you want to talk about uh, uh, with us. Uh, say goodbye, Peter. Mum says it's magical. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye. This was a Radio Staccato production. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.